Hello, and welcome to the Empowerography Podcast. This is a platform created for women's voices to be heard and a place to share their stories, journeys, and successes with the world for the purpose of helping other women who might be on similar journeys. We are empowering women one episode at a time. I'm your host, Brad Walsh, so kick back, grab one of your favorite beverages, and enjoy the stories. If you're looking for jewelry that makes an impact on your self-care routine and your style, Empowerography would love to offer you a discount code to one of our exclusive partners, Quartz and Canary Jewelry and Wellness Company. Please use code EMPOWER15 to receive 15% off upon checkout at www.quartzandcanary.com. Quartz and Canary is truly the place where spirituality meets style. Hello there, Brad Walsh here, your host of the Empowerography podcast today. My guest is Kathleen Cameron. She is the success and manifestation coach and founder of Diamond Academy. How are you doing today, Kathleen? I'm doing really good this morning, Brad. Thank you. Excellent. Glad to hear it. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here today and share a bit about your story and your journey with us. I appreciate you sparing the time and, and being here to share your story. Uh, I love being able to just share some of the things I've been through, some of the things that I've done. And hopefully if one person can can learn something new, then, then change is possible. So I love it. Absolutely. So let's jump right in. Kathleen, as I mentioned, you're the success and manifestation coach and founder of Diamond Academy. How long ago did you found Diamond Academy? Officially launched my coaching business 18 months ago. So January 1st, and then Diamond Academy became a corporation six months later. So Diamond Academy has been, it is now one year old. Congratulations. Happy birthday to Diamond Academy. That's awesome. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Fantastic. Thank you so much. I just realized it was a year old. I I didn't even notice that. (laughs) There we go. That's a milestone. That's great. I love the title you gave yourself. How did you come up with that title for yourself? Success and Manifestation Coach. And I mean, most people just call themselves the founder and CEO of whatever company they start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, when I originally launched my business, I had seen many other people being success coaches. And, and I always saw and thought, oh, I would love to do that. I would love to help people reach their goals. Like what, what would be more powerful than that? Yeah. So I started off as a coach. And then once I founded Diamond Academy and it started to expand and I wasn't the only coach, I wanted to obviously, you know, add that CEO title because it was a new role for me. But I wanted to maintain the coach title because it's still part of everything that I do every single day. Right. And it's actually a bigger role than the CEO role is for me at this point. Yeah. How did you come up with the name for the business? So when I first became a coach, I did so through a partnership with Bob Proctor. Right. And in his organization, he has these beautiful levels for us to aspire to reach. And it's a recognition level based on the success that you're having in your own business. Okay. And so the highest level that he had was the diamond level. Yeah. And I had also been using this quote about, you know, true success is when you go from that, that ugly looking stone to a finished diamond. So there was just so much synchronicity for it. So I thought, you know what, what's better than, you know, better than that, than using the diamond word and then academy. That was all from my vision because I never wanted to be a single coach with maybe two programs. 
I, you know, have a vision for Diamond Academy to be the number one global success network in the world. When I think of an academy, I think, you know, something for everyone. Yeah. A place where you can enter in and be a student for life. That is one hell of a lofty goal. I love your drive and determination. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I have, I have uh, <laughs> big, big goals, but they are happening very fast. Yeah. That's good. Now, you started out your journey as a registered nurse before launching Diamond Academy. How long were you an RN for? I was in the nursing. I was in healthcare for 15 years. So I started off as a bedside nurse in long-term care. Uh I did did the start of life and the end of life. So I did long-term care, but I also did labor and delivery. And so then I moved into leadership. And so I spent eight years in healthcare administration as a manager and director. And so my journey led to a lot of education, a lot of certifications, a lot of letters after my name, but, but it didn't have the, uh, the passion. I didn't have the passion for it. There was nothing about it that led me to the excitement to see that I have now with clients winning. It's like a whole different thing. Well, I mean, you must have had some love for it and drive for it and passion for it in the beginning, right? Oh, absolutely. How far into your journey did that start to wane for you then, where you kind of just lost that love or passion for what you were doing? It was probably the last two years. And so, like, if we understand, you know, just human nature is that we have this desire for progress. We have a desire to always be growing and doing and being more. And some of us, and really harness that and others just kind of push it down, but you do have that. So what I found is as I would get another degree and I would get another bachelor's, I have two bachelor's degrees and a master's degree. So I just kept adding more education and getting more certificates. And I would move up from charge nurse to manager to then director. And as I was doing this, the, the passion started to go only because there wasn't very much further to go. So it was kind of like I was reaching kind of the top of the pay scales. I was reaching the top of the organization, like the next stop would have been to be a VP or CEO of a hospital, which isn't necessarily what I wanted to do. Right. And I could only impact so many people. So it was more out of feeling like I could only help the people the closest to me. Whereas now with what I do virtually, I impact people all over the world. It was more about me growing and not necessarily not enjoying the profession anymore. Just me needing a different outlet. Right. You'd, you'd hit your ceiling, so to speak, and there was nowhere to go. So that's really what prompted you to leave the healthcare industry and start your own company. I mean, did this journey begin with some of your own personal struggles? Yeah. So I had a a really interesting thing happen that last year in my nursing career, because I had got into the network marketing industry. And so I got this little intrigue into what it's like for entrepreneurs, you know, for people who work for themselves, plan their own day, decide which route their business goes the next day. And those that don't have anybody that they report into. And so I started to be really, really interested in what that would be like. So I started to grow my network marketing business and I started to become really passionate again. I was just starting to feel more fulfilled. And I also was working way too hard. Right. So I was working all day in healthcare and then coming home and working all night on my business. I ended up getting sick. I developed vasovagal syncope. So I started fainting all the time. Okay. And it forced me to take 
time off work. And so when I suddenly wasn't working anymore, I mean, I had no driver's license for a year. I couldn't be left alone with my kids, couldn't go to work because I would faint in the middle of a meeting. So it, I do believe was a divine timing. I think, you know, the universe was saying, Kathleen, you need to really prioritize. So I was off work for about three months. And at the end of those three months, I had said, you know, this is a pivotal moment for me. I can go back to the thing that I was working my way out of, or I can put my all into this entrepreneurship. And so I never went back to work. I actually, they were going to move me onto long-term disability. And I just said, you know what? No, it's that that's not what I want. I'm going to burn the boats. And so I resigned, didn't renew my nursing license and decided to grow network marketing. And then six months later, I launched a completely different business. So (laughs) I know it was the right path. I just had to take the right steps, you know? Wow. That's, I mean, as they say, right. Things happen for us, not to us. Oh, so I mean, obviously your situation is a little bit different. You were kind of already thinking about it, but you know, it's funny that sometimes things that seem like it's the worst thing that could happen and the worst timing that could happen ends up being the absolute best thing that happens to you and the best timing that you could ask for. You just don't know it yet. It just takes a little while for like the dust to settle yeah, and the emotion to kind of fade away. And then you look back and you're like, oh, I get it now. Yes. It all makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. How have these experiences helped shape the Kathleen you are today? Do you think? Oh my gosh. It's allowed me to really, really become resilient. I've always been somebody that's been resilient. But when things get really, really challenging, I think what we can do is we can either stay kind of in the storm of the challenges or we can rise above them and then look at the lesson. So that lesson for me was all about, you know, life is really precious. Life is really short. And so I want to make sure that I'm living every day doing something that I want to do, something that I love, something that brings me joy. And I was spending 10 hours of my day, five days a week, doing something that I was counting down the hours and the minutes to get away from. And so that's not living at all. No, it's not. You're you're living for the weekend. You're you're wishing away five days out of seven in a week. Yeah. And I think so many people continue to do this. Yes. A lot of people that I know that are continuing to do this. And the reason why I think they do is because they don't know any different. And so when I suddenly was forced to be at home, I realized, you know, wow, things could be different. And now from where I'm sitting in this moment, I can't even imagine spending my days now going back to something I don't love. Isn't that a very sad thought though? The, The hundreds of millions of people that just stay stuck in that mundane life and and don't don't make the change or for fear or whatever the reason may be i think fear is a big part of it but it's so sad that so much potential out there in the world doesn't get discovered because people just don't want to take the chance they're scared whatever the case may be yeah i think a lot of it stems from not truly understanding the power that each individual person has within them. Mm -hmm. 
I didn't understand that. I thought that life happened to me. I thought that there was a certain, there was a certain path that was already laid out and I was just living every day and it was being revealed. Now I totally know that it's created first in our own minds. And so now I live knowing today what tomorrow holds. And so there's no fear. There's no worry. There's no what ifs because I control it. I'm the driver of the vehicle, so to speak. So it's a different thing. And that, that came when I decided to open up my mind to different ways of believing. I started believing that things maybe were a little bit different than I had been taught. And so some people still think that I'm talking a little woo woo or, you know, with the whole manifestation world, but I just keep proving it over and over and over again, that whatever it is that I ask for, whatever it is that I focus on, it shows up for me and it shows up very quickly. And each and every one of us has that within us. So instead of staying at a job that you don't like, decide what kind of job you would like, focus on that and it will happen for you. It's there. That, that's the hard part, right? It's all about mindset. Everything starts there. Well, everything starts with self and, and doing the self work, but mindset is such a huge piece of that puzzle. And so many people can't get into that mindset. And I just, I think it's so horribly sad that, and I mean, we've all done it. We all stay stuck in, in jobs we hate. I did it and everybody does it, but it's just a matter of whether you wake up and realize and and are able to shift your mindset and do something about it because no one else is going to do it for you. Yeah. And that was one of the biggest lessons that I learned is the lesson of self-responsibility. You know, nobody else is going to be there. It all stems from you. For sure. And that's a hard one to learn though. It is. And one of the biggest lessons I, I actually, Bob Proctor, my mentor had said this to me one day. And at first I was like, you're wrong. But <laughs> now I totally see it, you know, and I, I've been somebody that's gotten my feelings hurt a lot in my life. Right. So when he said in a training one day that, you know, nobody else can hurt your feelings. You hurt your feelings because you've accepted what they said as true. Hmm. And I, in that moment, <laughs> thought no way but now that I reflect back it's so true I hold the responsibility of whether or not I allow other people's judgments to determine at all who I am or how I feel and so now I've taken that power back and it's a completely different place over here now that's a very interesting perspective and way to look at it and think about it Mm -hmm. I love that so good so speaking of Bob Um, and PGI, how did you start your journey of working and learning the teachings of Bob Proctor? After I had resigned from nursing, I was working my network marketing business and it was starting to go backward. And it was because I didn't have another job. So I started to worry about what if it doesn't grow, what will I do? And so I started thinking of ways that I could help myself in my mindset. And then one day I ended up on a training with one of Bob's coaches. It was like a three-day masterclass. And I listened to her for about 10 minutes and sent her a private message and said, I don't know what you are teaching, but I need to know about it. I got on a phone call with her and I ended up signing up for one of Bob's programs with her. Yeah. And within three months of that program with her, my life was already starting to leap forward. You know, my own self-image was shifting dramatically things around me were shifting dramatically. And then three months in, I decided to teach it myself. And so that's when I started partnering with PGI as well. 
Awesome. What would you say is the most exciting or inspiring part of your business? I think the most inspiring part of my business is the way that I went into it. I went into this business saying that I was going to be my own best testimonial. So I didn't want to share other testimonials of other people who have taken programs. I wanted to go through and apply what I teach, the knowledge that I had learned, apply it to my own life and show people what is possible. So it happened very quickly. It continues to happen very quickly, but it was because I wanted to kind of I wanted to be a model for what you can really do. And so I, I went into it with full faith and just created this massive explosion over the past 18 months. And so I was able to do what I wanted to do. And now I'm probably the best testimonial there is out there for this material. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now you're also in Bob Proctor's inner circle and are even a diamond pin holder, as you mentioned, which is very difficult. One of the most sought after positions or titles among PGI consultants. Why is this position held in such high regard and how did you Or how does one attain this position? So in order to attain it, it's a certain level of success in your business over a 12-year rolling, I don't even know what you call that, like a rolling calendar. So you have to sell a lot of programs, have a lot of clients, and have some really great testimonials from your clients as well. So, you know, I think... I might have been the first person to reach it within the first year of their business, but that's what I set out to do at the beginning. I said, you know, I'm going to make this happen and I'm going to make it happen within the first year. And then it did. It's also what Bob likes to say. It's the mark of the millionaire. So that was pretty enticing for me when he said that. Cause I'm like, Oh, so if I just strive for this level within your organization, then it just will naturally will happen that a million dollar business will be created. Sounds right. Yeah. Wow. Now you've co-authored a book. Can you tell us a bit about the book and when it was released? Yeah. Yeah. I have a gratitude journal that I co-authored with one of my clients, Andrea Cox, and it's called gratitude for manifestation. So that book was released earlier in the year. And then I have my own book that just came out early June as well, becoming the one. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah. So becoming the one, I had a intuitive hit one day just to take pen to paper and start writing down my story. You know, in the first year of my business, I broke some records, but I also built a $3.3 million business within 12 months. Holy Um, shit. Yeah. So this was in January. I thought, you know what? I should really put this in writing of what I did. Like what were the shifts that I made within myself that had that kind of shift outside of me happen so fast. And so becoming the one is the story about how I became the one, you know, because we always look at other people and we look at what they've done and we think something different. But when I realized that I could be the one to do that, that I could be the one that achieves that fast success is when it all started to happen. So yeah, that's the story of my quantum leap. Amazing. Again, it goes back to mindset and that competition mindset. We're always stuck in that. I was stuck in that myself. And I'm telling you, once you shift and get out of that competition mindset and focus on you, your whole world opens up and changes. 
Oh, you're operating on a completely different plane because you start operating on the creative plane. You know, I always say I'm a spiritual being in a physical body. And so true creation happens when we allow the, the spiritual to move into the physical. Right. So I've just really learned how to do that. And that's what I teach now is to teach people how to do that. Amazing. Yeah. I read that you love to help others step into their true potential and become the best version of themselves with their goals met. Why is this so personally important to you? I think, you know, just from what I was saying before is that I've always been somebody that wanted more wanting. I've always wanted to do more, be more, have more, see more. It's, it's part of what we all have inside, but for whatever reason, there's these patterns and programs and ideas and stories that we all have built up all around us. And so I love working with people and just starting to strip all of that away. And, you know, to see their eyes start to shimmer and their face to become rosier and their, you know, their smile just get bigger and bigger and them starting to do more and seeing more and living in gratitude. It's just such a beautiful thing to see when that true divine self starts to come out of somebody. It's like an awakening. It's like a real It's one of the most incredible feelings to have, to know that you've had impact on another human being. Yeah, it really is. And there is nothing better. No. Though, is I think many of us strive to help other people, but we don't help ourselves. Yeah. So like that's sure. the, the biggest message in, in this whole story is that I went in and started studying me and how mm-hmm. I could make myself the best version. And then now I'm better able to help others to be their best version, whatever yeah. that whatever that means to them. Exactly. That's what I was just going to say is you start with the self work and get yourself to where you need to be, which will then emanate out in tenfold when you, when you start helping others. Yeah, absolutely. To date, what would you say is your biggest high or your greatest win, Kathleen? Oh my gosh. You know, many people ask me about my financial wins and, and what, you know, that success was, but I think the greatest win for me is my win in starting to really love myself. Yeah. I was somebody for most of my life only saw the negative and only saw what was wrong with me. And then when you only see the negatives, you only hear the negative feedback and you only notice the people that are saying the nasty things or who are judging you. And so for all of my life, much of my life, <laughs> I mean, not up until I I said this, I think in my book, up until the age of 36, I was always trying to be somebody else and never just being me. And so at 36 years old, I realized that those stories and those beliefs that I held weren't my own personal beliefs and they weren't true. And so when I started to realize that I could achieve anything, no matter what my body looked like, no matter what anybody thought about me or my physical appearance, it was like this this veil was lifted. And now I live every day in just absolute gratitude for my body instead of being shameful about it. The new Kathleen has been unveiled. Yeah. I love it. (laughs) What do you think your unique skill set or superpower is that's helped you become successful? Oh, this is actually such an easy question. I asked this question one time of Bob because I, I see so many people that you know, we'll study their mind, their mindset, they'll study, they'll read all the books, they'll do all the courses, and just nothing changes. And so I asked Bob, because I know what my answer is, but I asked him what he thought. And he said, it, it, you know, 
those people aren't internalizing the information. But I think it's about belief. I think I have an ability to change a belief in an instant. So if a belief is no longer serving me, I'm able to say, okay, well, well then what kind of belief is going to serve me in this instance? What kind of belief is going to help me to, to do better and to be more? So I can shift my beliefs, but I also 100% without a shadow of a doubt, believe in myself and I believe in every single person that I speak to. So if you tell me your big, huge, lofty goal that you have no idea how that's going to happen, I sit there and I go, okay, yeah, yeah, it's possible. Let's go. Or I say, <laughs> I think, or I say, that's too small. Like, are, you, are you kidding? No, let's go bigger. You know? Yeah, so yeah. I have, I have this, this ability to believe and have absolute faith. And I always say to people, you know, I will hold that belief in you until you hold that belief in yourself. That's key though, right? I mean, having a support system is so important and having a cheerleader is so important. So I think that's amazing to to be able to hold space like that for others. And, and even when they don't believe in themselves to, to still believe in them, because sometimes that's all people need is a cheerleader or someone else to believe in them. And yeah. then they start to see and it starts to unfold and they start to believe in themselves. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing to watch. For sure. Speaking of success, how do you define success? What does that word mean to you? Success used to mean something totally different to me. So success, when I first started in my business, it meant something outside of me before. So what other people would say made me successful. So, you know, it was maybe a certain type of vehicle or a certain job with a certain title or certain amount of success in my business or, you know, having certain things. And so other people would say, okay, yeah, you're a very successful person. But what I truly believe about success now that it is simply you meeting the goals that you set for yourself. And so nobody can tell you what your goals are. Nobody can tell you what you want. So somebody may want a calm, relaxed life, you know, simple flow, bring in a consistent amount of money to allow them to live in the home that they're currently in. And when they achieve that, they have achieved success. If somebody else wants homes all over the world and be on cover of magazines and all that kind of stuff. And when they achieve that, then they've achieved their success. So it's a, it's an inside job and it all starts with you creating the image first and you're successful the moment you move yourself towards it. I love that you said that it's an inside job because it so is. And everybody's definition of success is so different from one another. Yeah, totally. What makes you feel inspired or like your best self? What makes me feel inspired? I am so inspired by people around me going after their goals, their wants, their dreams. You know, I can go after mine all I want, but I do know that the more people around me are achieving what they want, the more it inspires me to keep going, especially as a coach. You know, you can only help your clients to the degree that you've helped yourself. So if I'm not willing to stretch and grow, then I'm not going to help that person that's right behind me stretching and growing. You know, I have to make sure my awareness is continuing to expand every day. So I am so inspired by everybody else doing it. And oftentimes I do this all the time as I look to other people that have what I want. And I think, 
I can do that. It's an example. It's evidence of what I can do. And it inspires me. And anything is possible. As long as you set your mind to it and put in the work, you can achieve absolutely anything in life. Oh, yes. And I, I keep saying to myself, I just proved it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, totally. What would you say is one of the most important things you've learned in your life? And what was your life like before learning it? What was your life like after learning it? Oh, gosh. The most important thing that I have learned is that you do not have to work harder to make more money. I had this idea that in order for me to increase the revenue coming into my household, the income coming into my household, that I had to work overtime, that I had to get a second business. So I did just that. I used to be the nurse that would work two back-to-back shifts to, to make overtime. And I started a side business while working in healthcare. And so uh, until what year was that? 2019, the fall of 2019, when I started studying manifestation, law of attraction, power of the mind, it, you know, we started talking about not working harder, but working smarter. And yeah. that always intrigued me. And now I actually, you know, I work a standard work day and I don't work most Fridays. I work a little bit on Fridays. And I, I make more money now than I probably thought I would ever make in my lifetime in a monthly basis. And so that's, um, that's incredible. Yeah. 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 We're almost at an eight figure business in eight. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I've really just learned that it is not at all about the number of hours that you put in, put in sitting at your desk longer it may temporarily increase your income, but if you really want exponential growth, if you want a quantum leap, you've got to go within yourself and allow the forces of attraction to work. You have to make sure that you're attracting what you want. Amazing. Yeah. It makes things much more efficient. For sure. Yeah. What would you say is one of the best pieces of advice you've ever received? The best piece of advice that I've ever received was from, from my mentor and now friend, Bob Proctor. He has told me on several occasions to never let money control me. He has always said to me, you know, love people and use money, not the other way around. And so the lesson in that is that money is energy and it's something that we can bring in and we can let go of. And as long as we don't let it control us, that we control it, that it will always come in our favor. And the more we love people, the more we help people, the more we help people to win and really be on that collaborative plane, the more that we allow the abundance to continue to flow. Collaboration over competition always. Always. Yeah. It is such an amazing feeling to see other people succeed, your friends, your family, people you surround yourself with. It is such a joy to see them succeed. And we can all win. You know, somebody else is achieving success. That's That's evidence that you can achieve that. That's right. And I think that again goes back to the competition mindset too, that we don't need that. There is more than enough work and whatever your business is, there's more than enough to go around for everybody. There's a total abundance of it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Who in your life has had the biggest impact on you and why? Who in my life has had the biggest impact on me and why? You know, I keep going back to the self because I truly know that everything that happens within me is what shifts 
outside of me. And so the biggest impact is probably that day that I met that coach on that training who had me go inside. But the biggest impact was when I decided to see me and to see the power within myself and to actually give myself the time, the focus, the energy to really, really evaluate me and what made me who I am. And was it really true? Yeah. Yeah. I love that answer. Kathleen, what is one of your favorite quotes? Oh, one of my favorite quotes. I'm not even totally sure who said it, but I love it. In order to do something, you have to first be someone. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Because it just reminds me that everything is a frequency. Yeah. So it, it's a frequency of energy. So if you want to do something, you just have to tap into that frequency. And what kind of person is on that frequency? And so then you can just figure out, do I see myself that way or not? If not, then start changing that image. Yeah. What does the word empowerment mean to you? Empowerment. Oh, I love the word empowerment because I think of, when I think about our beliefs, we focus so much on the word limit, like on the the two words, limiting beliefs. Yes. So a lot of coaches in this industry and in the mindset field talks, but okay, let's examine your limiting beliefs. Uh But I don't want to focus on what's limiting me. I want to focus on what's empowering me. So what are the beliefs that I hold that are helping me to be better, that are helping me to grow? And what can I surround myself also that's going to empower me? So who are the people that are around me? Are they limiting or empowering? So I am always looking for ways to be empowered. And so that's through the conversations that I have, the podcasts that I listen to. And then more importantly, the narrative that goes through my mind. So the thoughts that I have, are they empowering? And if they're not, then I need to switch them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're going to jump into a little rapid fire section now. So the next grouping of questions, just be one, two, three word answer type things. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How would you describe yourself in one word? Powerful. What's the first thing you think when I say the word future? In my imagination. Mm, I like that. (laughs) If you could teach the world one thing, what would that be? Oh, how to dream again. You know, it's funny when we're kids, dreaming and and make believe and and using our imagination is so easy. It's just so funny how as we grow older, that inner child goes away. It just disappears and we forget how to be a kid again. We forget how to dream and believe and make believe. Well, and we do use our imagination. So many people will say, I don't, well, I don't use my imagination. Oh, you sure do. But you're imagining all the things you're worrying about. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) You're using it for for the wrong thing. You totally are. Yeah. What's one thing you want, but cannot buy with money? Oh, for me, it's just absolute true happiness. What is your favorite entrepreneurial book? Well, it's a manifestation book, but it's really good for entrepreneurs. My absolute favorite read is, is Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. Okay. I have to check that one out. I've not heard of that one. You'll love it. Entrepreneur life is? The good life. (laughs) (laughs) Mom life is? Oh, mom life is the most inspiring thing you'll ever do, but one of the hardest things. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) The last book or podcast I listened to or read was? 
The last book that I read for like the sixth time was The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. If you could change one thing about the world, what would you change? I would change this narrative that other people's opinions matter. Yes. Yeah. Other people's opinions of you are none of your business anyway. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, I remember growing up and just being so diligent to make sure that people thought good of me. I wanted to please people, make people happy. And I I realized now that that was a program. Yeah, for sure. What's your favorite stress reducing activity? Oh, I absolutely love putting on some meditation music, running a nice hot bath and just relaxing. Beautiful. Yeah. That concludes our rapid fire section. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. (laughs) What would you say are the top three skills needed to be a successful entrepreneur? Without a shadow of a doubt, number one would be persistence. Because without persistence, when things start to appear like they're not going well, if you aren't persistent, you're just going to stop. So I would say persistence, number one. Number two would be decision making. You know, Napoleon Hill and Think and Grow Rich talks about the richest people in the world are those that make decisions quickly. But I would go even further to say that it's the decisions that you make that come from your intuition. So that first thought of what you should do, but we don't do that. We create pros and cons lists. We sleep on it. We think about it for a couple of months, but true success happens when you decide firmly. Yeah. Yeah. And then the third thing that I would say to you would be that you are self-driven. So, you know, being an entrepreneur can feel like you're kind of alone on an island at times. Mm -hmm. And so you need to have that self-drive. You have to have a bigger vision for yourself than anybody else has. And then that'll drive you forward. Yeah, you've definitely got to be a self-starter for sure. Yeah. 100%. What's your favorite productivity hack for entrepreneurs? I'm going to give you probably an answer you've never heard before. Okay. So before I suggest any of my clients go into any sort of activity related to their business, whether it's income producing, marketing, whatever that is, I have them do a visualization for five minutes and to put yourself in a inspired state. So when you enter into the spirit of whatever the mechanical action is that you're going to be doing, you are actually moving yourself to a vibration to attract more productivity than you would without. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. What's your personal motto? My personal motto, honestly, is that you can do and be anything as long as you believe it's possible. Many of us aren't willing to shift to make the impossible possible, but in that shift is where the magic happens. The key is self-belief. Absolutely. Yeah. We believe in other people all day long. Yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) We need to turn that into uh, ourselves. That's right. Yeah. What do you think is the most common reason for people failing or giving up? Well, I think one of the most common reasons is lack of belief. I think, Mm. you know, the reason why you stop doing what you set out to do is because you can't see that end result anymore. You can't see yourself having achieved it. So I live so much in that end result. I live in my imagination with my goals achieved that I believe so much that it is literally tomorrow going to show up for me that there's no way that I can give up. Love it. 
What would you say is one of your biggest failures or we'll call it life lessons or teachable moments? And what did you learn from it? You know, I'm not a huge fan of the word failure because that it seems so final. Yeah. But something that I have learned, one of the biggest lessons in this 18 months, you know, I've built a big organization over 18 months. And what I have learned for sure is that I need to trust my intuition more. There's been times where, you know, there's been certain things that have happened and certain people that have come in and out of the business. And when I worry more about hurting other people than about the business and I ignore my intuition, it's not a good thing. So if there's something within your business right now that is poking its ugly head and you're having a bad feeling about something, trust your intuition because the universe will, will bring it out in a bigger way if you don't decide to bring it out yourself. Beautiful. Yeah. If you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice what piece of advice would you give? Oh my gosh. I would tell myself to not have put so much focused time and energy on what you look like. I lived 36 years wanting to look different. You know, every single birthday, I blew out my candle and my wish was to be skinny. So I think about all the energy that I expelled on trying to be different, trying to be what I thought was a better version I wasted so much time and energy when like this beautiful woman who's happy with her body right now, this calmness of mind, this ease that I have about my physical appearance. If I had to live those 36 years with this, wow, it would have been very different. Amazing. Yeah. Lastly, Kathleen, if you were to deliver your last 30 second speech to the world, what would that last 30 seconds sound like? I did a post yesterday on my social media and I was feeling really, really compelled to just let everybody know that, you know, the truth is, is that we create our own reality. And so when you're sitting here thinking about if you should do something, if you should go somewhere, if you should start something new, if you should message that person, the time in your life is ticking away. And so we need to book that trip. We need to launch that business. We need to hug our grandkids and we need to live every single day to the absolute fullest because we create our reality. There is no what ifs. Things will go wrong if you expect them to, but if you expect them to go right, then everything comes together the way that you want. And so when you believe in your own ability to create, then the magic happens. So, you know, don't wait and just do it now. I love that. That is so true. I just, I just posted on someone, uh, someone's page about that today, about just getting off your ass, kick down the door and just do it. You, you, there never will be a perfect time to do it because, you know, people usually use that. Well, now's not the right time. And, you know, I don't have the money or I don't have this, or I don't have that. And, you know, the time will never ever be perfect. You just got to jump in and just do it. Yeah. You know, Wallace D. Waddles in Science of Getting Rich, he says that your thoughts are what attract things to you, but your action is what makes you open to receive. And so if you're not taking action and you're waiting, you're not open to receive all the goodness that's waiting for you. That's it. That's it for sure. Kathleen, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today and and share your story, a bit about your story and your journey. This conversation has been so inspiring and I've thoroughly enjoyed all of it. You are a true inspiration and proof that 
you can do whatever you want if you set your mind to it and put in the work. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I appreciate you taking the time to be here. And I'm so happy to have you as a member of the Empowerography community. Oh, thank you so much. I, I love being able to share my story. And thanks so much for having me on, Brad. It was such a great, such a great time. My pleasure and my honor. Once again, my name is Brad Walsh, host of your Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest has been Kathleen Cameron. She is a success and manifestation coach and the founder of Diamond Academy. Thank you so much, Kathleen. I hope you have an amazing rest of the day. You too. Thanks so much. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends. You can find me at visuphoria.ca and follow me on Instagram at Empowerography Podcast and on Facebook at Empowerography. Please join me next time for another inspirational story from yet another amazing woman.